0: You're listening to Comedy Central.
1: I was walking outside, just enjoying the weather. Um, I can't tell if I'm getting uglier or if more men are becoming feminists. But it's getting quiet out there. I know we're not supposed to like the cat calling, but it could be helpful. Yeah. It could be funny. I was outside and some guy was like, hey, won't go out? I was like, no. He was like, why not? I got a car and a clean dick. (laughs) Like, I'm supposed to be like, what? (laughs) A car and a clean dick. Somebody made a deal with the devil. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I just uh, got out of a relationship. Um, My ex had a very particular fetish that became an issue. Uh, He had a fetish for pregnant women. He loved (laughs) pregnant porn. That was his thing. I'm like, I'll get fatter for you if you want, but that's as far as i will go. And then he said, no, I think it would turn me on to feel a life inside of you. I'm like, I am (laughs) alive. Right here, baby.
2: Alright, that was Dina Hashim from Comedy Central Stand-Up Featuring. Hello, everybody. I am Tom Takar. This is Stand-Up with Tom Takar. I'm joined, as always, by producer extraordinaire Coach T. How are you, Coach? I'm doing so very well, Tom. It's a beautiful day today. It's beautiful where you are. It's terrifying where I am, Coach. It's a tropical storm, which I don't even know what that means, to be totally honest, but... We have a hammock outside uh, my window right now that is uh, working as a horror object. That I It sounds terrifying right now. It's scaring the shit out of me. But besides that,
0: it's nice. It's beautiful in LA, though. It's spiritually beautiful. I don't care what the weather is. I'm just saying things are well. <laughs> things are well. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 do have, I am having a little bit of an issue. Um, What's that? uh i started making keto pancakes for 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 my wife for breakfast and it's something about these pancakes they're absolutely kicking my ass like i they're never cooked all the way through they're overcooked i've never been defeated this is my about fourth run at it and i'm still not pleased with my results so there's a challenge that's uh that's frustrating did you say quiche no keto pancakes so like it's like the oh it's like the, it, you know, <laughs> it's like the pancakes that have like less carbs and, and more it's protein
2: a, yeah 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 i've i've had those i don't know if there's a right is it possible for
0: them to be good though they're so good though that's what i'm saying like this brand and i i, I don't want to say the brand because i can't read publicly i'll get embarrassed no we're not but, giving them shit if yeah, they yeah, want if they <laughs> they gotta venmo us I I need somebody to tell me how to cook this shit Everything I thought I knew about pancakes Is thrown out the window Like I'm really struggling It's like one time they were perfect They were golden brown I gave them to my wife She says they're uncooked in the middle And then I try to cook them all the way through Like I'm really (sighs) really having a tough time with these pancakes So this morning I really took my time It fucked me up for the podcast I'm kind of low-key eating them right now But it's like it, it takes forever It's like I'm averaging seven minutes per fucking pancake To me that's unheard of no pancakes. It takes seven minutes to cook. That is that is crazy, right? How long should a pancake? It should only cook? take like th-
2: take th- three cook
0: minutes at at the, at the that's, most. That's like
2: a vocal warm up. <laughs> how long does <laughs> how long does a pancake coo- take to cook? <laughs> <laughs> how long does a pancake take to cook?
0: Coach, ah, damn it! It, it should take fucking. It take at this point, it's taking longer for me to make a hamburger, both sides, than it is to make one of these damn keto pancakes. I'm getting killed. <laughs> Uh, oh, I, I should uh, do
2: the joke detective thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, we have an update, Coach. Really? Update. Uh, Joke detective solved. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure. I have not checked with the person who sent in the joke request. I need to do that, but I can't imagine that this isn't it because I watched it and it has to be it. It's This is someone who reached out to me asking for... Uh, a comedian who wore like a newsboy cap and talked about how uh, white people had verb names like Chip and a bunch of other stuff. Let me see if I can find... Oh, here it is. Here it is. They said Chip, Bob, Rob, Chuck, Chase, Mary Rose, all that stuff. They uh, vocally and physically acted out each name as they said them. Saw it 15 years ago. I talked about this a few weeks ago and the episode came out and within the day... Somebody found it on Twitter, but on top of it, a bunch of people reached out uh, with emails of it, and I got to tell you, I'm embarrassed that I didn't find this one. But I didn't know who this guy was. It's just a it's a popular YouTube video, but I had never seen this guy before, and it is Jeff Garcia. If you apparently, if you look this up, I just was so sure that it was based on the description that it was Gabriel Iglesias. But if you look it up. It's the whole bit. It's him at the Ice House in Pasadena. It's on YouTube. Look Jeff Garcia uh, white people names up, and you will see uh, exactly what they're talking about. And so many people sent it. I want to give a few people credit. So uh, Ryan Band sent it to me. Uh, Mark S. uh, Benny Marock Mickelson. Um, Joshua Countess There's so many people who got this one right What about that but, guy
0: uh, What about that guy on Twitter So here's the
2: problem I was trying to find the one on Twitter But my mentions are a little Oh here we go Tim Bauer uh, sent it to us on Twitter three days ago And also oh, Benny Marock Mickelson tweeted it to us We got a lot of people tweeting it at us So yeah. if you have a joke That you just can't solve You can't get to the bottom of it Send it over to suttpod at gmail.com, and we'll get your answers, apparently. these The people flooded. There's more detectives in this country. That, not even this country. It's worldwide, baby. Yeah. I don't think uh, some of these people are from all over, um, and they were able to find this bit. We've got so many detectives to put on the case, and uh, we're appreciative <laughs> of it. <laughs> all right, so we have some killer clips today, Coach. I'm very excited for these. Uh, the first one is from our very special guest that we have today. That's right. We have a guest on today's episode. It's not just me and Coach for you. We have a gr- a killer comic who has a new special on Comedy Central's YouTube, Comedy Central stand-up YouTube page out now. It's called I Hate Myself, and it is Joe List. Killer special. I love this special so much. I got to watch it early and I was grateful for it I'm a big fan of Joe List comedy even before I moved to New York I admired from afar then I got to be here see him live and he did not disappoint and this special is my favorite thing he's done so far and that is a high bar to clear and he did it it's killer filmed at the Comedy Cellars Village Underground uh it's called I Hate Myself once again and you can watch the whole thing right now on Comedy Central's stand-up YouTube page along with a bunch of other specials too And I picked a clip of his from his half hour just to get your little palette ready to hear us talk to Joe List. I also picked a clip from Josh Johnson because I got an email from Logan Volsey who says, Hi, Tom and Coach. I'm a huge fan of your show. I'm in high school and your podcast is the highlight of the day. You're both hilarious and your comedy picks are impeccable. What?
0: High schoolers?
2: Yeah, we have high schoolers uh, listening to the show apparently. They get they get podcasts in high school now. I gotta watch this. Fuck, I say, man. <laughs> I
0: thought I was only talking to grownups. I know man. we
2: gotta we got keep it clean on this show. Uh, no, we can't think about it. the podcasts are out there for everybody. Um, but anyway, Logan asked yeah. that we play a clip from Josh Johnson. She's a big fan. Uh, she wanted me to play a clip of him talking about roosters being racist or catfishing the KKK. I did not do that. I uh, you can find those clips on YouTube, but I decided to go a different direction. I I picked a clip of him at the Comedy Cellar. I kind of liked the the interactivity of it. I, I liked I liked this clip a lot. I know the I know the other clips and they are good clips. And if you want to hear him talking about roosters being racist, go to Comedy Central's stand up YouTube page. Search Josh Johnson and you'll find it. He also has a bit about catfishing the KKK. I don't know if that one is on uh, Comedy Central or not, but just go to YouTube, you'll find it. And uh, I decided to pick a clip from him. So, without further ado, here are Joe List and Josh Johnson.
3: I have horrible anxiety. I'm nervous right now. I have a panic disorder, panic attacks. I don't know if you guys have ever had one of those pretty brutal. Oh, someone tried clapping, appreciate it. I usually, boo, panic attack. If you've never had a panic attack, it's almost like you're being attacked by panic. That's how I would sort of describe it. I'm not a doctor, but. Uh, if you've never had one, you might not sympathize. It's hard to get sympathy from people that haven't had one. I was talking to my best friend. He's like, panic attack, what's that? You feel like you're gonna die? Is that it? Uh, yep. That's it. I just feel like I'm going to die. I don't know if you know this, but feeling like you're gonna die is very similar to dying, except at the end, instead of dead, you're sad and embarrassed. It's actually worse. He's like, yeah, but it can't do any permanent damage, can it? I'm like, no, but crying in the fetal position on a first date can screw you up for a few years. So. sort of a sliding scale, I guess. I had to go to a therapist, because I kept having panic attacks. The uh, therapist told me a panic attack is fight or flight phenomenon. I don't know if you know that term. That's when your brain prepares your body to fight or flee from whatever it's afraid of. She said it happens in nature. i like, that's cool. The only weird thing is I get panic attacks when I'm talking to girls. So That's sort of a weird situation. <laughs> I'll be at a bar after the show, and some girl's like, you're really funny tonight. And I'm like, I'm gonna have to fight this bitch. <laughs> I can't run away, that'd be embarrassing. I'm like, put them up, young lady, I don't appreciate this. I'm trying to relax more, it's hard. I started doing yoga, yoga helps my anxiety. Uh, Yoga helps my anxiety after I'm done with it. After yoga, I feel good. During yoga, that's the most anxiety that I've ever had in my entire life. If you're not familiar with yoga, it's usually me, two gay guys and 25 of the hottest women that I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) I can't be publicly horny, homophobic, and relaxed all at the same time. (laughs) That's a lot of work, you know? Instructors like, everyone put your legs over your heads. I'm like, oh my God, I was just gonna say that. That is a great idea. (laughs) Let's get those legs up, ladies. Oh, me too. Oh, I'm sorry, I was gonna watch this one. (laughs) And she's like, everyone lay down on your tummy. I'm like, I can't. I have the largest erection of my entire life. I'm going to teeter totter from shoulder to shoulder if I'm laying on my tummy. I also have a small namaste in my shorts here. Uh, thank you. Namaste is a yoga term, namaste is a semen joke I wrote in one letter previously. It's to relax. I was, um, I've been going to the gym lately. My gym has a steam room in it. My buddy's like, you should go take a steam. Steam rooms are really relaxing. I don't know if you guys have ever done that before. A steam room is relaxing if you are the only person in the steam room. That's relaxing. <laughs> then you hear that door swing open and you realize that somebody else has entered the steam room but you can't see them because it's too steamy. <laughs> That's no longer a relaxing situation. You know. <laughs> now you're in some sort of weird ghost porn where you're sharing a tiny, hot space with an elderly naked man that you can't see until he's a penis distance away from your face. (laughs) Like, I was relaxed, but now I realize I'm laying in a puddle of ringworm and a spirit dick has arrived in front of my eyes. I'm trying to let the guy know where I'm at, but it sounds like flirting. I'm like, I'm over here. I'm right over here, sir. like, that sounds too weird. I'm like, just make a noise. So I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. A little bit later than everybody, but I'll take it. Uh, Last year I went to Aruba. I was trying to uh, relax a little bit. So I went down to Aruba. I thought that would be relaxing. But I booked the early flight for my vacation. You ever booked the early flight for your vacation? Then you get there before your hotel room is ready. That's not relaxing. I got there at noon. I'm like, I'd like to check in. They're like, you can check in, but your room is not ready yet. I was like, so I can not check in? And she's like, no, you can check in. You just can't have a room. I think we have different understandings of what checking in means. Without a room, I'm just checking in with you personally. I don't really care about you. No offense. I don't want to get in a big fight though because I was trying to relax. So I was like, you know what? Don't even worry about it. I'll just go take a nice relaxing walk on the beach in my jeans and North Face jacket because I flew to Aruba from New York City in February. <laughs> Is there a more psychotic look than walking up a white sandy beach, dragging luggage behind you? <laughs> Sorry about your sandcastle. I'm an idiot. I booked the early flight. <laughs> get the sand out of my wool socks. Uh... <laughs> my friend told me I should meditate to relax. And that's always weird. First of all, you ever try to read a book and the opening quote before the book even starts is too much for you to understand? My friend told me I should meditate. So I went to the bookstore, I picked up the meditation book. Page one, it said, only that day dawns to which you are awake. I was like, Well, this book is for somebody else. I'm, I'm having a panic attack trying to break down the first sentence in this book. Evidently, I'm too dumb to meditate. I didn't know that was possible. My friend's like, you have anxiety, you should meditate. Oh, I should sit alone in a room with nothing but my thoughts? That's a cure for anxiety? What's your cure for my ADD, Sudoku? I don't really... He goes, meditation's easy. just lay still with your eyes closed for like an hour. Like, isn't that a nap? That seems awfully similar to a nap to me. He's like, no, it's different. You let your mind wander wherever it goes. I'm like, yeah, that's a dream. That is a nap featuring a dream that you're referring to. Been doing that since I was a fetus. It doesn't help with my anxiety. So now I just take naps and then I tell people I meditated. You can do that. That's not against the rules. Nobody checks. It's nice. If you tell people you nap, they think that you're lazy. If you tell people you meditate, they think that you're better than them. It's kind of nice, you know? I also replaced the term masturbate with the term my stretches. That's another thing that you guys can do. Yeah. If you, kinda, if you combine those two, it makes it seem like you're a lot healthier than you actually are, you know? I talked to my mother. She's like, what'd you do today, Joe? i like, I woke up pretty early, did my stretches, got the blood flowing. And... <laughs> then I ate a light breakfast, then I meditated for about two and a half hours. And... And I woke up, stretched again, meditated for another half an hour. It was a big day. (laughs) She's like, I'm really proud of you. That takes a lot of discipline. I'm like, it sure does. (laughs) Only that day dawns to which you are awake. So, (laughs) remember that. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I had to quit drinking because that was giving me too much anxiety. I should be more clear. I had to quit drinking because I was an alcoholic and that was giving me anxiety. you gotta be clear on that, because otherwise it's confusing to people. People are like, drinking helps anxiety. I'm like, well, probably we drank differently than each other, you know? Some people drink and unwind. I would unravel, there's a difference, you know? Some people are like, I have a glass of wine and put my feet up. I'm like, I like to bottle a Jägermeister, take my pants off and throw them at somebody. That's how I like to do it. Waking up covered in bruises and street signs, not as relaxing as you might think it would be, you know? I'm like, this might be a sign that it's time to stop. My friend's like, what is? I'm like, this stop sign. It's a literal sign to stop. It's covered in my blood and in my bed, so. When I was a kid, my family used to use the word happy to describe drunk. Instead of like shit-faced or hammered. And I'll be like, we were getting pretty happy last night. That'll sort of plant the seeds of alcoholism in you. When you're nine years old and you think happy means drunk, you know, I'm in third grade. My teacher's like, what makes you happy, Joe? And I'm like, well, I'm actually not old enough to be happy just yet, but I'm hoping eventually I'll live happily ever after.
4: Uh... I didn't know that I looked busted today until a homeless man didn't bother asking me for change. <laughs> and he asked everyone. All right? He was like, hey, brother, hey, brother, hey, brother, hey, brother. Hey, brother, hey, brother, hey, brother. Oh. Oh, it hurt my soul. <laughs> I took an Uber to get here, and I've come to a decision. We should not be able to see the car in the app on the way to pick us up. It's a bad idea. You are only watching mistakes. You are just watching like, oh yeah, six rights and you'll be here. That's perfect. That is wonderful. That's just what I wanted, you know? No, take another right. That makes sense. No, no, you should pass me. You're right, you know? Sometimes the car will disappear and then reappear in a place that is still not here. Yeah, you know I mean? And you're like, wow, teleportation. I had no idea we had reached this level of technology. That's amazing. Sometimes the car will just start spinning. <laughs> and it'll spin further away from you. And you're like, is he drunk? Should I get in the car, you know? It's terrible and it's disrespectful to the driver, you know? Cause it's only their job to drive you, not to look cool on the way to pick you up. It's not their job to drift down the street and land in front of you perfectly, (laughs) pop the car door open like Ryan Gosling. (laughs) It's just their job to drive you. They're not at work yet and you're watching them. Imagine if you had that. Imagine if your boss had you on a screen before you got to work. But, okay, this man, no he late that he going to Starbucks, all right. Okay, we gotta have to have a discussion. I don't know if you saw this story. There's a group of Girl Scouts that were outside of a dispensary in Chicago selling Girl Scout cookies. And what hustlers, you know? Like <laughs> We've come full circle as a society because it used to be that kids would walk out of a store and an adult was trying to sell them weed. Now adults are walking out of dispensaries and there's kids like, Hey! Hey!
1: I got that good shit.
4: You hungry? Everybody get hungry. You don't want none of this? I got that damn man. I got that samosa. I got that praline. I got that mango cream. I got that shortbread. I used to think a lot about who I wanted to be when I grew up, like what I wanted to be, everything, you know? And I think I finally decided when I grow up, I want to be the dude that I am on the first date. That would be amazing if I could be that dude for real. That is. <laughs> He is somebody to aspire to, you know what I mean? That dude Reed. He pulled chairs out for people. I don't even pull out the chair for myself. I actually stick my leg under the table and drag the chair out like an animal and then sit down in it. And he's got money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like my second date's just we we going through samples at Whole Foods while we learn about each other. <laughs> I haven't always lived to actually move to New York from Chicago. Um, uh, me too. <laughs> and I quickly realized how proud New Yorkers are of their time. What I mean by that is how like, long they lived here, you know what I mean? Like, like, people would be like, I'm a real New Yorker dog, I've been here eight years. And then somebody in the back that nobody was talking to goes, no nah, man, it doesn't start till 10. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> your New York time shouldn't even be measured by calendar year, it should be measured by your experiences, you know? Like if we all moved to New York tonight and we got off the plane and we got on the train and then we got off the train as the train doors open, a homeless man coughs in your mouth. You've been here two years. That's two full years right there. I was walking down Times Square, which was my mistake. You know what I mean? And I was walking down the street, I saw this young woman, clearly not from New York, cause she was smiling very wide. She was genuinely happy. <laughs> and you also could tell that she wasn't from here cause she was looking up at like the screens and the buildings and everything. And like, and she was just blown away cause she had seen this in movies and it's here now in front of her. This is insane, you know? And so then she opened her mouth to say, wow. everyone who laughed is from New York. She opened her mouth to say, wow, because she was full of joy and hope and life. And as soon as she opened her mouth to say, wow, a bag flew in her mouth. And it's like, yeah, that's what happens here, all right? Were you happy? New York notice, and it's in a dirty Walgreens bag to fly halfway in your head. Close your mouth and tuck your chin like an adult. I have to take the train everywhere, and it's exhausting. I know that everyone doesn't have this problem, but I'm like, I don't know, I'm just pressed up against people the entire ride, just like mushed in between people. I'm surprised no one is in me. I'm pressed up against so many people so hard. And I'm not a big man. So if I get pressed up against two big men, it's not uncommon for my feet to leave the ground. So now I'm just dangling in between two grown men as the train goes. And then they go to get off. I'm like, sir, please don't do this. I got three more stops, please. Like, it's a terrible feeling. I was on the train with one of those ladies that had those baby backpacks. You know what I'm talking about? Where the baby is the backpack. Like she don't wanna look at her kid, like the baby hanging in the other direction, you know, in some sort of like suspended timeout. Baby could be gone for all she knows. It could be a sack of potatoes traded for a baby and she'd still just keep walking, you know what I mean? So it was just me and the baby pressed up against each other nose to nose like this, just mushing heads. And this is a baby, that's a soft head. I should not be mushing my grown skull against this baby, you know? But I'm mushing up against the baby and I look at the baby and the baby looks at me and he's like, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. I'm a baby. My feet don't touch the ground either. And then the train sped up and as it sped up, it like shook a little bit and the baby, I don't know what age of baby this baby was, but Devin wasn't like hold his own head up age. Like he was out here. So then the train sped up and the baby went weightless and for a split second his little foot went in my mouth, right? And like not like I didn't close my mouth, I didn't suck on his foot, but still it was a baby foot in the dirty New York air. You know what I mean? And so I'm choking and as and as I'm choking because there's no shoe, but I mean I'm choking and I look at the baby and the baby looks at me. He's like, I don't know. What you're
2: All right, that was Joe List and Josh Johnson, and we are back. As always, I'm, of course, joined by Coach T, but we also have a guest today. You just heard him. Joe List is here. How's it going, Joe? It's going great. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Of course, we're psyched to have you. By the time this comes out, your new hour special will already be up on Comedy Central stand-up YouTube page. It is called I Hate Myself, uh, filmed at... The comedy seller village underground. That's right,
3: right. Yes, yes, that is correct.
2: It is killer. I watched it this morning. I watched it with uh, my girlfriend. She was dying laughing from twenty feet away. That's how good this is. It's it's spraying all over people. You can you can. That's maybe a bad way to put it, but it's uh it's it's really killer stuff. Uh, you got to be thrilled with it. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm psyched yeah. to see it. I lo- I love Joe List stand up. I, I, I'm I not just blowing smoke up the old butthole there, but uh, I think um, truly you have one of my favorite Netflix specials with your uh, the stand-ups uh, half hour. It's so good. If you haven't seen that, go watch it too. But this one is my favorite thing you've done so far. It's really killer
3: shit. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, that makes me feel good.
2: I have some questions for you here. One, uh, what have you been doing
3: to replace stand-up creatively in your life um basically podcasts uh, a lot of i'm basically a professional podcaster now doing a lot of podcasts and bonus episodes and all this all that kind of stuff and then some videos like early on i was making videos and then i tried to write a book <laughs> and uh, i got one criticism and uh, quit
2: <laughs> <laughs> i heard you tell this book story on uh on uh, Tuesdays with stories, which by the way, Joe has two great podcasts. I hope you don't have a third one. So it sounds like I'm insulting, yeah, but yeah. I know you have mindful metal jacket and Tuesdays with stories. And, uh, you were talking about how you got a uh, wild hair to, uh, to go write a full book and then. What did the person say to you that you were just like,
3: never mind, it's all over. She was like, you're a very good writer on the page. However, and that was the moment that I was like, forget it. I quit. (laughs) But uh, then she said, um, you're, it's a lot. She's like, it was like drinking uh, water from a fire hose. And I just was like, all right, I am the worst. I'm stupid. I stink. And I, I, I haven't written another word since. And it was actually like, well, Looking back, she was actually quite nice and helpful and and diplomatic about it. But it was enough for me to be like, "No, who, did I, who am I kidding?"
2: Yeah. One, however, <laughs> I might have just shut the laptop and not even finished the email. However, is too is too much. But I will say to some people, drinking uh, water out of a fire that might be refreshing on a day, you know, on a hot summer day. Maybe that was a real compliment,
0: you know. <laughs> yeah. What, what was the What was the book about?
3: It was about my life it was about like um it was going to be about i mean it was only about one page but um, <laughs> it was going to be about like um <laughs> drinking and traveling and heartbreak and uh, herpes and um, getting sober and all this stuff the the story of my life and dealing with anxiety and panic disorder and all this cra- ocd and all this crap and there was a lot of fun funny stories i thought but um I realize podcast. That's the that's my storytelling. I can't write. Who am I kidding?
2: Yeah, I also okay. I, I you have a bit in your uh, in your new hour about not having health insurance, and I wanted to ask you: Is that true? Do, do you still have health insurance? I do not have health insurance. No, I'm in the same boat. Your comedy really. Um, you talked about how your book, like you were like maybe that'll help people. Your comedy legitimately does help me through some stuff because. We go through some similar stuff. Your dental stuff, I really relate to. And I've even texted you for um, talking me through some dental stuff that I am greatly appreciative of. But uh, I, I really love uh, all your dental humor. Um, and I'm, I'm very surprised. But I think you're right. Do you
3: think it is smarter as, for us to just not have health insurance? <laughs> Sometimes I do. Yeah, I've thought that and I I understand if something like cataclysmic happens, we might be in serious trouble, but so far I feel like I've gone to the doctor a few times and they're like, "All right, that'll be 250 bucks." And you're like, "Woo, all right." But if I had insurance, it would have been like 700 bucks a month for like 3 years leading up to that one appointment where I had a cough. <sighs> That's exactly what I <laughs> That's
2: exactly what just shit. happened to me, and the problem is, then something like catastrophic happens as soon as you say something like this. But I, um, I had to, I had a, a corneal ulcer a couple weeks ago, and it was so painful. I woke up, I couldn't really see that well, and I was freaking out. I let it sit for a day, I and then I finally was like, "Shit, I have to go to a doctor." I assumed it was going to cost me like eight hundred dollars or something like that. It was like 200 bucks total with the medicine. And if I had been paying for health insurance all this time, that's who knows 50 grand or something. I have no idea, but it seems like it's very expensive
0: so yeah. that's the point of this uh today is don't have health insurance i kind of i'm on your side a little bit joe i know we're not allowed to talk about that because health care is everything but no one ever talks about all the money they waste on yeah healthcare i for think being it's healthy. something that
3: needs to be talked about i mean first of all i think we should have universal health care but that's a whole other side topic i guess um but particularly when they're like when they're like, we can't afford it, and then um, this COVID happens, and they're like, "Well, here's nine trillion dollars <laughs> to help the economy." And you're like, "Wait, what? Where did that come from?" I 100%
2: agree with that. Uh, I got a, I got a few more here for you. Um, one, uh, so you are married to a stand-up comedian, Sarah Talamash, who we're going to be playing a clip from on this very episode as well. And but besides Sarah, who do you think people should check out? Who is a comic? So this might be two different uh, answers but also who do you think is an underrated
3: comic? Um I think you're an underrated comic but you have your own show now so I don't oh, know maybe you're a good man. maybe uh maybe you're not. <laughs> um I think I think like I appreciate that. Sam Merrill, I mean I don't know if he's underrated now cuz he's got like 3 million hits on on YouTube's um youtube's um, he, <laughs> but i think he's my favorite comedian and i just did a zoom show with him where he did like 12 minutes of new stuff that was just killer like all like we haven't been in front of a crowd in six months and uh his stuff was amazing so he's great um who else is great or underrated i should have i should have thought of this beforehand um, no, I think that those, I, I was about to say, I think those are both great answers,
2: even though I just realized one of them was me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> great <laughs> answers. I don't even think you need any more. You'll water down the ones you already said. No, but, um, yeah, no. that is a good answer. Um, <laughs> no, I think Sam, for sure. I think uh, his special on YouTube, also just killer. Um, I, th- I mean, we're seeing right now YouTube is definitely the way that. A lot of people are watching their comedy, but there's some killer specials on there. And this one's definitely just as good as any that I've seen so far. It's so good. But yeah, you, Norman, Hannibal, uh, it's and Sam, it's it's crazy. Uh, but he, yeah, Sam, watching his stuff that he's been putting out on Instagram and stuff, he's so good. If you don't already follow Sam Murill, get on there. It's so much good stuff. And uh, he should be a star.
3: Yeah, I agree, and hopefully he will be uh, by the end of this interview. We'll see.
2: <laughs> I I think he will be. I think that that's safe to say. Um, what else did I want to ask you about here? Uh, do, do you have any advice for someone who wants to start comedy right now, who's interested in it and wants to try it? Um, boy, that's tough. <laughs> that, is, um, that is a <laughs> tough piece of advice. I w- this is the thing is I've been carrying the brunt of this <laughs> I've been carrying this uh, advice stuff on my own uh, for this show, and so having someone uh, with as much knowledge as you do about doing comedy, it's not. It would be nice to have a little bit of another to have another voice speak on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean,
3: starting right now, I would say just watch as much comedy as you can. Hang tight, comedy will be back. But uh, I would advise people to just yeah try to write stuff and maybe i don't know if the zoom shows there is an open mic if you're in new york there's an open mic i guess in washington square park i haven't done it it's like an outdoor open mic it sounds horrendous but um maybe that might be worth trying (laughs) other than that maybe just watching stand up and yeah
2: i think that it's funny because uh like you said that thing about washington uh the the park show and i was like man that sounds like that sounds horrible and then i remember the open mics i went to when i moved to new york and i i don't know if it's that much worse so uh it might be worse yeah that's a, a good
3: point like i mean there was some open mics i did in new york that i was i would have prayed for a homeless person to walk in and throw you know dog shit at me <laughs> uh absolutely i i think that that's all good advice i
2: think that uh, the a really strong piece of advice is definitely watch as much as you can in the meantime. A lot of comics don't uh, subscribe to that. I think it's such a good thing to do. If you want to do something, you should study it and see what the people you admire are doing. And, uh, yeah, I think you can learn about joke writing from doing that. And it's probably the best thing you could do right now.
3: It's a good thing to do, and it's relatively safe as long as you're listening to it at home and not, you know, while coughing on an airplane. Um. Have you been touring at all? No, I just did. I've, I haven't done any indoor shows at all. I cancel all my indoor shows because I'm a good person. But um, I did one. I did an outdoor. <laughs> I've done a few outdoor spots in the city, and I just did one in Royersford, Pennsylvania. That was like amazing. It was one of the best shows I've ever done. It was like 200 people outside in a parking lot that they filled with sand, and it was like really tremendous. So I'm hoping there's more shows like that
2: that's amazing i love that i love to hear about good shows that are happening right now because i feel like so many people are just
0: complaining and so that is uh that is very nice hold hold on before before we wrap i got we i have to talk about this joe you battled your wife on tv right yes and now that before you battled your wife i was like um you know i like joe i thought you guys were like you know regular people but now i know that you have all this like anxiety and all of this you know this trauma that you kind of like you you overcame you've grown so much um what i'm assuming that had to be like i don't know did you have a panic attack like how was it when you returned home i had a panic attack before our wedding but not before our roast battle uh
3: <laughs> <laughs> no it was it was definitely, um, it was a little anxiety inducing beforehand because you want it to go well. But what we did with our roast battle, and maybe this is a secret sauce I shouldn't give away. We actually had some friends help us write our jokes together. We all kind of wrote them together to make sure there was no um, surprise at the thing cuz you don't want to do a roast battle with your wife and find out you had a you have a small penis and you just didn't know it <laughs> <laughs> like we made sure to really be like that's yeah, a great we made move. sure to really be like okay that joke's cool okay this one I'll do this one you do that one and I don't want to get in trouble with comedy central for giving away our our secrets but yeah you you can't just go in blind on a roast with your wife.
0: Oh, that's very smart. What a loving husband response. <laughs> um was was there ever any concern about who was going to win? No, not really. I mean, like I I would have preferred
3: to win than to lose, but it was fine, you know. I mean, I make more money and I have a bigger penis, yeah. so I just feel like <laughs> you know, let her have one.
0: Uh, good response. Good response. Oh, okay, I was dying to know that because they were like, "Man," I was like, "I like Joe," and I mean, he's going against his wife. That's crazy. And now I know that you know, you have all these adversity that you had to overcome i'm like man you were you you deserve more credit for that than i think that uh, you got knowing a little bit more about you i appreciate that thank you yeah um anything else you want to say about your album though before we get out of here um no just check it out it'll be out uh yeah.
3: thursday or maybe it's already out it's on uh youtube comedy central's youtube page it's it should be out by the time this perfect comes yeah, out yeah it's called i hate myself and it's on comedy central's youtube and go watch it rewatch it tell a friend and uh you know be nice it is
2: killer thanks so much for joining us Joe. We yeah thank you guys it. it
3: was fun appreciate it
2: Uh, all right. We have one last clip here for you guys to wrap up the show. And it is from the aforementioned, uh, Joe List's very hilarious wife, Sarah Talamash, who also, uh, just put an album out. What is the name of that album? I just had it pulled up here.
3: Voluptuous boy.
2: Yes. (laughs) Sarah Talamash has a killer album called voluptuous boy. Truly just such a hilarious. She's so goddamn funny. And, uh, this is a clip from her at Adam Devine's House Party Show, which is uh, an old show on Comedy Central and just a great bit. Uh, here it is. Once again, thanks, Joe. Check out I Hate Myself on YouTube right now. We'll be right back. Here is Sarah Talamash. I
5: was talking to my friend from back home, and she was telling me this story about like how every time she goes to the zoo, She goes to the baboon exhibit. There's always one baboon that is constantly masturbating. And when she told me this, I was like, ugh, I get it, you're good looking. You don't have to waste my time with the masturbating baboon story to let me know how hot you are. I never get a masturbating baboon when I go to that zoo. I even put on my sexiest dress. I'm like, Mr. Monkey, come on, masturbate. He just signs back, I have a headache. I was like, how'd you learn that? I thought my sister's email was hacked recently. turns out she actually is concerned about my belly fat. I was like, oh, thanks for the link to these pills. So now I'm concerned about my belly fat, so I got one of those bathing suits that girls get to hide their midsection. It's called a tankini. <laughs> Ladies, have you ever worn one of these? It's Yeah, it's supposed to hide your fat roll, but just like a one-piece bathing suit, and then they just cut out this part right here where your fat roll is, where you're like, that's the most important part on the bathing suit. I need that. So when you sit down, it slowly seeps out, and you just look like a busted can of biscuits sitting on the beach. Really, that's not hiding it. It like looks like a mammogram down there. You guys are nice. Uh, I did a show a few weeks ago, and this guy came up to me afterwards, and he was like, can I be brutally honest with you? And I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> That was close. (laughs) I almost got my feelings hurt. I hate brutally honest people. I'm kind of poor. Like, I live in a horrible apartment. And uh, I feel like the only... Like, I live in New York, and so it's really expensive there. And I feel like the only way to be happy there is just if you just make your taste match your budget. Do you guys ever do that? where you're like, oh, my God, I love business carpet in my apartment. (laughs) I love watching movies on YouTube. (laughs) It's my favorite. (laughs) But I want to move out of my apartment right now because I have a broken window and I email my landlord to come fix it. And then he was like, I'll be on that ASAP and it's been over two months now and he still hasn't fixed it. So I think he thinks ASAP means actually, sorry,
2: That was Sarah Talamash. If you like that, check out her album, Voluptuous Boy. It just came out, and it is very funny stuff. And if you like the show today, I have got some recs for you, just like Netflix does their algorithm. This is the Tom to rhythm. If you like Joe List, check out Dan Perlman, great joke writer. If you like Josh Johnson, fe- check out fellow Chicago starting comedian Sonia Denis. And if you have questions for us, concerns, If you have a joke you need to figure out, get to the bottom of, uh, email us at suttpod at gmail.com. Rate, review, all that good stuff. Subscribe, share the pod if you like it. We appreciate it. And, yeah, keep reaching out, emailing all that good stuff. On behalf of Coach T, I am Tom Takar. We'll see you next week on Stand Up.